Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic is what's on your plate. Um, I just want to take this time before I say anything else about this topic or anything in, in this episode. I want to thank you all for your support. Those of you that um, have given me your support, words of encouragement or for tuning in. You know, I knew I do this in every single episode, but I just really, really thank you. Whoever you may be, I may never meet you and I may meet you. Who knows? But I just want to thank you. I want to take this time, these first few minutes of this episode and say thank you. You know, many times when we do things in life, we don't thank people enough. I was listening to another episode or excuse me, another podcast uh, called Nice and Neat podcast. Three, I think it's three or four gentlemen on there. And one of the things that they mentioned. And I don't know why I'm bring, this is coming, but it is. And um, they mentioned about far as their relationships with their their girlfriends or fiancés or wives was that when their wife, girlfriend, or fiance would make them something to eat, they would thank them for preparing it, thank them even while they're eating, and thank them after they were done. And so I just say that and what I just said because you don't have to tune in, but I, I appreciate it. And I believe that something will be said excuse me that will bless you that will help you that will encourage you that will strengthen you that will help you to get through your week and beyond that you can even go back to this you may not be facing this this particular situation or this circumstance or this particular trial in your life right now but hopefully it blesses you whenever you need it or hopefully you may know somebody and bless them with this. So I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you. And I pray that as we continue to grow, that, um, you know, I will continue to be able to do my what I was called to do, you know. And so I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you. Um, As we dive off into this week's episode, what's on your plate? You know, many times we get caught up in life. We have the tendency to put a lot on our plates. And that's not only just in our lives, that's an actual. actual. You know, have you ever been (laughs) at, at, you know, uh, uh, a family member's house or a friend's house or at a, a gathering and you know goodness well 
you know, goodness well, you you put too much on your plate. I mean, you 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 literally you have you let your eyes be bigger than your stomach or you went to a restaurant, you out to eat. It could be you and your wife or you and your family or what have you, you know, you allow your eyes to be bigger than your stomach. You know, and just like that, with you allowing your eyes to be bigger than your stomach. Sometimes we do that in life. Sometimes we allow our, our our eyes to be bigger than what we can actually handle. You know, we allow our eyes to dictate what a, what our appetite is. Not to actually know that, you know, my stomach can't handle all that. You know, and some of us, like myself... I'm the type of person I normally only eat about once or twice a day. And normally when I go out to eat with my wife or with my, my wife and my children, I consume everything that I order in most cases, unless in like I just really get full or I don't drink too, 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 uh, too much tea or whatever, you know, I order to drink pop or what have you. Um, but yeah, a lot of times we put more on our plate than, than we can handle. A lot of times we we try to and this I believe this goes with this topic. We we live above our means. I'm guilty of this to a degree, I would say, as I examine my life and, you know, in this episode. And. Sometimes it just takes a, a. for you to sit back and and reflect like we did a few weeks ago. And like I said, that'd be something we'll be doing at least once a month here on the Life is a Journey podcast. And in the midst of that, you know, I want to give you the scripture before I go any further. The scripture says, and, and if there is any other scripture that pertains to this, feel free to leave a comment, DM me, whatever. Let me know. But I always thought it literally said what we always say. You know, we say that God said that he would never put more on us than we could bear. So the scripture we have here today is first Corinthians 10 and 13. And this is the English English standard version. And it reads. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So with that being said, even with food, you could be tempted. You could be tempted to eat this, that and the third same way in life. You could be tempted to to do this, that and the third. Whether sex, drug, money, whatever it is, you know you're in a marriage, and you know, or 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 you're in a relationship, and you're you're looking to get married, and and or engaged, you know, temptation is going to happen. But the the scripture also tells us to to never say, you know, that you're being tempted by God, because and I know many of you, I'm probably guilty of it as well, out there and be like. God, why you got God will never tempt you. You are drawn away by your own enticing lust, something that's already in you. 
we have to be in a place of asking God to deliver us from lust, deliver us from ourselves, deliver us from things that are in us that have happened over us exposing ourselves to things that the enemy has caused us to get off our path of pursuit or excuse me, of fulfilling our purpose. You know, none of us are perfect. We progress. We strive to be more like Christ each and every day. Each and every day, we have the ability to be better. Each and every day, we, we have new mercy and new grace because of God. And no matter what temptation comes, he said that he would make a way of escape. So no matter before you sign for that house, before you sign for <laughs> that car, before you sign that that marriage license. And I'm saying this because sometimes we jump too soon. Sometimes we put we put more on our plates than or we put more on us than we can bear. Sometimes you may put yourself in a position that you're not ready for. But it says right here, said God is faithful. And he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure. I also believe that with certain things, um, God allows, he has grace on us and he gives us the ability to become better. You know, even in, in our, our, our haste or us making a sudden decision, you know, God has grace and I thank God for his grace because if it were not for his grace, man, or his mercy, we would be toe up from the flow up. Honestly, I don't know about you, but I, I know I would be. And we have to be mindful of this here of, of having too much on our plate. You know, that's for men and women, dads and moms, sons and daughters, whatever your, your particular uh, role or, you know, in life is. And with that, man, we just, you have to seek God. I was reading my book that I haven't read in a while and I've slacked off of it. And one thing I want to do better is taking time to read, not just the word of God, but also the books that I have, because I believe that God downloads into us as a people certain things that will bless others you know just like he allowed for his life to be able to be written by man for inspiration and for the help and guidance for us in life same way god allows for people to become authors people to write books people to write songs it allows us to have a better and a closer walk with him. It allows for us to not only get through some things that we will face in life, but to overcome some things that we will face in life, you know, and 
books are one of those ways that we overcome certain things that we will face in life. You know, whether it's relationships, whether it's finances, whether it's uh, history, whatever it is, God has allowed for us as, as his vessels to be able to be downloaded and have knowledge and wisdom from him and experiences in life to be able to bless others so that they don't make the same error or do the same thing or to be able to help others. I mean, it's, it's so, it's so, 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 and so good to do, but I kind of lost train of, train of thought of where I was going with that y'all. But I was reading my book, crazy faith by Michael Todd of transformation church and the scripture, one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs three verses five through six says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thy own understanding and all. And that particular part, he, he pointed out all. He didn't say some. He said all capital A L L. All. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And as he mentioned in the book, that includes from your finances to your, you know, your bills, your marriage, your relationships, your job, your, your, you know, you wanted to be in shape, um, a, a parking spot at the mall, you know, all of these things. He said in all your ways to acknowledge him. Sometimes we just want to acknowledge God on the things that we we think we should acknowledge him on. But he said in all your ways, don't lean on your, on your own understanding. You don't have to do it by yourself. And so in the midst of that. We have to acknowledge him and what we put on our plate. We have to acknowledge him and the decisions that we make, the moves that we make before we make them, you know. Even though God will have mercy on us or he will allow for great his grace to be present. When we make certain decisions, we got to make sure before we make those decisions that we acknowledge him. That we and all and, and my belief in that is he's saying, include me, include me and, and, and not so much just say include me, but make me first. He said, I am a jealous guy. I will have no other gods before me. So in other words, before you sign for that house, before you sign for that vehicle, are is that what, what I want you to do? Is that what I want you to do? Or is that what you want to do? Are you going to acknowledge me and see if there's a different way that I, there's another way, the way that I want you to go, or are you going to do it your, excuse me, your way? And I also want to apologize, um, as I as at the time of me recording this, I recently had to um, quarantine and am in quarantine, excuse me, um, due to exposure to COVID. I don't know for sure. I mean, I, I had some of the symptoms, but over time, God is healing me and my wife and my, my daughter. Um, and I thank God for that as well. You know, um it was it's frustrating y'all it is to to this would be the second time that this has taken place because we had it when it first hit and but god has he's he's blessed us and he's kept us you know even in the midst of being vaccinated he's kept us and our symptoms have been very um i would say mild you know 
my wife has been coughing and and whatnot more than I than I have. So I just want to thank God for that as well, you know, but we have to be careful what we put on our plate. We could put more on our plate than we can. He said that he would never put more on us than we could bear. And I'm reminded even as I say that, and I don't know if I really want to go down this rabbit hole, but Pastor Stephen Furtick said kind of the opposite, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. If, I mean, I'm not saying I disagree or agree, you know, but I'm like, hmm. He had he had some. This was a sermon that I watched. This might have been a few years ago or what have you. Um, in regards to that particular uh, scripture about God put more on the more on you than you can bear. And um, but yeah, I, I'm not gonna go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we have it says here, what do you do if you have too much on your plate? One of the things that it recommends here, it says, grab a scheduler and start planning. The best way to ease the stress of having too much to do is to create a plan of attack. Whip out your schedule, scheduler or planner, even if you haven't actually looked at them in a while and start inputting things you have to do. Start with the set in stone things like meetings and appointments. Fit your other must do tasks around those things. It helps to first brainstorm everything that needs to get done into a long list and then transfer things from that list onto the calendar. When you have a plan of attack and know when things will get done, they don't have to hang over your head, causing you stress. This totally frees up your brain power to actually completing tasks instead of thinking about everything else you have to do. I'm guilty of this, y'all. I'm so guilty of this because I have a particular app that I have not utilized correctly. Um, let me see what it's called real quick. If you desire to have it or to download it, um, it's called minimalist. Yeah. Minimal. Yeah. Minim, minim, minimalist. And so pretty much it's, it's like a list of to-do lists of things that you want to do. And you mark them off as you go, as you, as you finish them. And just as this was saying here, you know, taking the things that start with the set, the set in stone things like meetings and appointments. Those things are important or important, important, excuse me. And then it says fit your other must do tasks around those things. So like it could be I got to go to the store and pick up some milk or Go get groceries, not saying that groceries aren't important, but just saying, you know, things that are set in stone, things that are already in place. You know, you got a meeting at 11 o'clock appointment at two o'clock or three o'clock or what have you. Those things are set in stone. Put that on the calendar. Boom, boom. Everything else. Let it work itself around that. And what it's saying, putting this on your on your to uh, excuse me to do list. And then on your calendar, you you already it's already there. So once you see it, that leaves your brain, as I said, the power, the ability to to not be stressed. Because I'm telling you, all I think 
a lot of, and my, my wife, I'm pretty sure can attest <laughs> that I, I put more on my plate or more on, and, and plate doesn't necessarily have to mean like we kind of gave the description or example earlier. It doesn't have to mean actual plate, but we're talking about your life here. We're talking about your brain. We're talking about on your heart. Even you could put more on your heart than it could bear it. Sometimes we allow ourselves to be attached to certain things or people that we should not. And and don't get me wrong, I believe God allows certain people in our lives for a reason, a season, for a lifetime. And and only he knows and he gives I believe he he only he knows, but he does give you discernment for which which one those those people fall in and you know i myself have come across some great people in my life um and and i'm thankful for every experience every encounter every person that i've talked to every relationship that i've developed over it you know i thank god for my wife and my children i thank god for my pastor i thank god for i mean just it's 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 awesome man um but in the midst of that, you have to be mindful of what you're putting on your plate, you know, and, and stress is a silent killer. Many men, even women, you know, stress, if you're not careful, you can create ulcers in the body. It could cause a stroke. It could cause a heart attack. It can cause a seizure, all these different things, because the body was not meant to function in such a way. You know, and just like I said earlier about books, God has allowed for all these different technology and all these different things, even with writing. I mean, prayer for one, I'm just saying Um, on top of that, you know, reading your word, you know, he said he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him, stayed, meaning. Okay, you know you got to get this, that, and the third done. But he said, keep your mind stayed on me. I will keep you in perfect peace. And that's giving me some peace right there. That's giving me a revelation right there at, at being at, at ease or having peace in the midst of a, a, a frustrating or what can seem to be a frustrating issue. And we are all human. You know, and sometimes I beat myself up more than I should, I believe, because it's human nature to be frustrated. But I don't want to be frustrated all the time. I don't want to be fussing all the time. I don't want to be in a place of feeling stressed. But it's 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 a part of life, yo, you know, and, and in the midst of all of that. We have and we serve a God who is able to help us not put more on our plate than we can bear, not put more on us than we could bear by acknowledging him, seeking him. Then it says, focus on one thing at a time. I'm guilty. <laughs> it says, this leads me to my second tip, which is to focus on one thing at a time. When you are able to focus solely on the task at hand, 
you are able to be more efficient at completing that task. You save time by not having to switch between activities, which has been proven to waste time. Multitasking reduces your efficiency and performances because your brain can only focus on one thing at a time. When you try to do two things at once, your brain lacks the capacity to perform both tasks successfully. The other benefit is that when you focus on one task and get it done, you are able to check it off your list. That's one less thing left to do. Plus, you get to feel accomplished for having completed something. And that's so true. You know, um, just like yesterday, even in the midst of quarantine, after, you know, viewing our 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 church service for Pentecost Sunday, um, even in the midst of it, you know, I, I awesome service, awesome word of God about push and pushed into being transformed i my mind man my i i i thank god for who i'm becoming and who he's made me to be and my mind always even at when i'm at work man i'm always constantly my my mind is on like this can be done this could be you know uh better or you know it's that's just my mind and I thank God, like I said, for who I'm becoming. And I pray that this is 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 speaking to you right now because you won't always be where you are right now. You won't always have the same mindset that you have right now. Scripture mentions about by the renewing of your mind daily. He's not only talking about, you know, your mind being renewed to the things of him, but I believe also in life. Like your pers- your perception and your perspective on things, it changes on a day-to-day basis and can because God allows you to see things in the light of the way that he desires for you to see them. Not the way that the world sees them, not the way that your wife sees them, not the way that your your children see them, not the, the way that, you know, whoever sees them, but the way that he desires for you to see them because you are unique, uniquely designed to see it that way it's just like you have a a when you get a company right you have a board of trustees or the 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 board and the board makes certain decisions that allow for the company to be successful and everybody on that board different you know uh, 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 races and different backgrounds, whether it be in marketing, business, finance, everybody on that board has a different perspective in a different area that they have to bring forth that will allow for the company to be successful. Same way in this life. Each of us have something different that we bring to the table. Each of us have something different that we bring forth. But as it says here, focus on one thing at a time. And and well, like I was saying, when I was watching the service yesterday, I had a few things that I wanted to get done. Even in the midst of quarantine, I knew I needed to wash my clothes, um, wash covers. And then I 
instantly like a few other things came into mind. I said, I want to, I bought this uh, backdrop to record green screen and to change the, the, the backdrop for uh, starting to do my YouTube videos. And so I wanted to get that set up, got that set up, recorded maybe a, like a two or three minute video for my YouTube channel. And looking even on today, you know, to get some things uploaded and edited for my YouTube channel because no more procrastinating, man. I'm not procrastinating on that no more. You know, um, I'm, it might be a delay with me getting my podcast recorded because it's set up and it may or may not be. But in the midst of that, I'm, I'm get out there what I need to get out there for my YouTube channel. That's another way for me to reach you all. That's another way for me to use the gifts and talents that God has placed in me to be a blessing to others and to help somebody in a certain area in their life's journey that they may be dealing with. You know, you right now, you might have a lot on your plate. You might be a single mom with two or three children or even a single, you know, with one child, whatever the case may be. You know, you got to work two jobs to provide for your children. And to pay all the bills Dad is either locked up or or out of the picture or God. And my heart goes out to you if 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 it's on the worst end of him being deceased. I'm praying for you. But I want to encourage you right now, my sister. Young lady, whatever your age may be, it, it doesn't matter. That's a lot to handle. That's a lot to deal with. And I pray that God will supply your every need according to his riches and glory, which is in heaven. I pray that God will, at his appointed time, bless you with your king to be a blessing to you and your children so that you won't have all of that on your plate, but that you will have someone who will take those things, those burdens and lift them to be your support, to be a, a, a person who loves and provides for you, supports you, and, and, and is there for you. My prayer goes out to you right now. And I don't know why, but I, I just, I really, really feel that somebody is listening to this that needs to hear that. And so it's, it's all in God's timing. It's all in God's timing. So I'm by, I believe it was, uh, with Sean Mitchell turning around for me. It won't always be like this. It won't. Every situation that we face in this life, it won't always be like it is right now. We have the ability, we have the power that is placed in us to overcome every single life situation, every single life situation, whether it's big or whether it's small. Man, God is is truly awesome. And he he there's nobody like him. The next one says, learn to say no. Sometimes despite your best intentions, it's just not possible to do all things you want to commit to at the same time. In this case, you need to just say no. Admittedly, this can be super hard. I mean, no one likes letting someone down that I, I feel the same way. 
At the same time, by not declining something, you may still let the person down by not being able to devote the necessary time and effort needed to complete the task. Thinking about it this way, you may disappoint someone now by saying no, but at least they then have the time to reassign the task to someone who will do the job well. If you need help figuring out how to say no to different activities, check out this post on saying no to overcommit over co commitment. And I'll have that the the link to where you can find this article and to go to that in particular. Um I don't want to I want to make sure I get through most of this here. Um I just want to touch on that about learning to say no and it's so true there was a book and they i want to say they have at least mm, at least two two different they have one that's just like a, a general basis then they have one that's for married couples and then i i believe there's another one that's for singles and it talks about boundaries and in that about boundaries pretty much it's saying the same thing learning when to say no and when to say yes there will be times when you have to say no. I, on the other end, don't too much have that problem in most cases when it comes to my children. And I need to stop. And I'm so glad this is being recorded so that I can have <laughs> something to go back and listen to for myself. And I know that my children probably like, Dad, you said on that one episode, you need to stop saying no. And it's true. I do. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe I bring forth a balance, but to my to my family, with my wife and my children, but I don't want to be in a place where they feel like they always got to go to my wife to say, get a yes. I want to have that ability as a dad to know when to say no. You know what I mean? Because there will be times when you have to say no. You are, I'm the parent for a reason, by the grace of God. We have parents for a reason. We have supervisors and managers and CEO, all these different people for a reason. Somebody got to say no. And it don't feel good when you have to say no. I know my wife and children may or may not, they may feel like I like saying no. I don't like saying no. There were times when I was coming up as a young, young man that I got said no to with certain things. Did I like it? No, I didn't like it. I disliked it very much. And no doesn't feel good. It's it's a sense and it's it's that emotion of rejection. It don't feel good. It's just like if a young young man, you know, or young lady is is you know, interested in in, in 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 each other and they get a no from that person that no, I, I'm not feeling you like that. Or, you know, you get a no from a job or you get a no on an application that uh, um, for, you know, a loan or what have you. It doesn't feel good. But we have to learn when to say no. You know, you can't say yes to everything because it, it, in the book, you know, and I, I read it so many years ago, I probably need to reread it or, or finish it. I, I, I when I read it, I was, you know, reading bits and pieces of it, which is not how you should read any book. You need to read it in its entirety so that you can grasp 
the whole concept of what the book is about. But um, one of the things was saying about uh, a young lady who pretty much she she had an issue with saying no. And she would say yes to everything. And I believe she might have been married and pretty much like her husband was like, man, like, you know, we were supposed to do this, that and the third. And you saying yes to everything. You know, you say yes to to do this at, at the office or yes to do this at the church. And don't get me wrong. Even when it comes to the things of God, you have to know when to say no. And 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 when I say this, I'm not being mean, but you you have to like you have to put you and your family first <laughs> in a way that that God because God knows your heart. God knows if you saying no just because you you want to go do something that like is not like you just want to go lay down and sleep or whatever. Nah, this ain't not. Nah, don't get me wrong. You do need rest, but we have to be mindful when we say no. You can't just say yes to everything, but also be willing to say yes. Because you never know what God may be trying to place in you. To be a, or what he may be trying to position you to be blessed or to be a blessing. So it, on a, on a counterpart of that, you have to know when to say no, but you also have to know when to say yes. And that's in all things in life, not just when it comes to the things of God, but when it comes to your family. There have been times where I had to tell family no on some things like Honestly, no, I can't do that, man. I'm sorry, I can't. And they know that because they know me like my heart desire. If I had it or if 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 I could do it, I would do it. But there are times when you have to say no. It ain't always easy, but sometimes you got to say no. Um, here next week, it says ask for help. Something I have an issue with. Stubborn as a bull. <laughs> said if you just can't say no to something but you also truly don't have the time to do it yourself ask for help there is no rule that says that we have to do everything ourselves when they say it takes a village they weren't kidding if you aren't at work delegate tasks at home ask your spouse to help you out don't just throw your list off to do to do's onto him onto him though <laughs> it says explain that you are feeling overwhelmed list out all the things on your plate odds are he will volunteer to help you out or vice versa she'll she'll be willing to help you out if not at that point ask if he is able to take a thing or she is able to take a thing or two off your plate so you can focus on your other tasks you can also enlist the help of friends and family and even your children. The children may not be able to help with the big pressing tasks you have, but they can likely take on some of the menial uh, tasks that generally take up your time, like, you know, dishes or certain minute, you know, chores around the house and what have you. And this is so true, you know, and being one a person who is prideful in this area of asking for help, you know, I have to get out of that place because I'm only hurting myself. I I I'm I can only be Superman so much. I can only do so much. 
you know, I'm not baby Jesus. I'm not Jesus. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm human. And your body has a way of allowing you to understand that, you know, I believe and that that probably be, and I'm saying this, I digress momentarily. Um, I believe that we all do have a superpower and that might be an episode that we talk about. What's your superpower? I believe we all do have a superpower, but we all need help. Song by Hezekiah Walker and, and, and his uh, church in the choir says, I love you. I Excuse me. I need you. I need you to survive. I need you to survive. I, I, God knows I need, I ain't going like, like that, but we need each other. We need each other to survive. We need help and we can't be too prideful speaking to me. And if this, it applies to you, so be it. But we, we can't be so prideful, um, to not ask for help. Um, there's a few more and I'm gonna try to wrap it up. It's actually quite a few more, but we're going to mention here. And then, like I said, I always leave the description for you to to read more. But it says prioritize when you have a number of things, excuse me, that need to get done and they all seem equally urgent. It's hard to decide what to tackle first. Instead, prioritize your tasks and then go about completing them in that order. For example, I value a healthy home cooked meal as much as the next mama or dad. But a strict deadline may mean I don't have time to run to the grocery store on my lunch break. In this case, the deadline is the priority and dinner may end up being takeout or leftovers. While I don't want to, to want that to be my everyday, it's okay if it happens once in a while. And that's true, you know, I mean we all live very, very busy lives, some more than others. And, you you know, if you're in a marriage or in a relationship, um, it's important to let that be known to to your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend um, that, hey, I need can I can you pitch in and do this, that and the third. And and one thing that I thank God for and I speak on this for a moment as we kind of wrap this up that I I thank God for what he's allowed me to step into and becoming more helpful to my wife like not just because she's in school I want to say this even maybe took place even before my wife got in school but and I could be wrong but as as time as time has went on as she's been in school like my mind has just instantly kind of pretty much switched to a place of you know, just being more helpful, washing and, and cleaning around the house. And my mindset, like, I, I, I ain't gonna say I got, uh, what is it? OCD or whatever it is, but I like to see th- certain things a certain way in the house, you know? And I thank God for that because it's, it's really good, you know, because I want my boys and my daughters to have the same, um, desired when they get, when they get their own place and when they get into a marriage, you know? Um, but yeah, like my wife knows she ain't got to ask me to do the dishes. Like if I see dishes now, don't get me wrong. I, I make my, I'll ask my children to do the dishes for anything, especially if I've been at work and working and whatnot. 
But I get in there and, and bust some suds. And, you know, to be honest with y'all, I digress momentarily. I feel like the times that I've had to do the dishes in these last few years have been a matter of me, the, the seat or what I sold to my, my sister, Catrice. I love you. I love you, sis. But those times in my younger days when... um. When she had to do the dishes, she did she, she or she did the dishes and I didn't, you know. So this, hey, I gotta suck it up. But um, I don't think that's a, a gender thing, you know. Hey, the dishes need to be done. I'll do them, you know. In this day and age, probably within the last century or whatever, you know, we got dishwashers. So that that takes off a load. Me, I, I'm in most cases I rarely use the dishwasher unless in like. I'm really in a in a crunch and I need to, um, but, you know, make some dish water, or, you know, depending on the load of dishes that you got to do, knock them out. So, um, but yeah, even with cooking and different things, you know, it's, it's so important. It's so important. It also says to get sleep, man, sleep is so, 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 so important. And I'm so thankful that my children, this is their last week of school because now we'll be have the ability to get more sleep. And I might even be able to get some some nightly uh, workout routines in, depending on how I ain't going to go there. But, yeah, I, I enjoy working out at nighttime specifically because it's nobody hardly in the gym. You know, I got the gym to myself. I can focus a little bit more on whatever I'm in there training to do. I don't have to worry about somebody else being on a machine that I want to go to or a circuit or whatever, or a superset or do a giant set. But yeah, getting sleep is so important. And, and that it says sleep is one of the, those things that we don't think about, but has a huge impact on our energy and mental capacity throughout the day. I mean, it's so easy to sleep, see sleep as time doing nothing a time waster but in fact sleep is so important it's a time when our bodies heal themselves file away our thoughts clear out brain toxins and rejuvenate the fact is that without sufficient sleep we just don't function as well and can really end up wasting more time with brain fog and low energy so make time for that sleep make time for sleep um I'm going to try to just kind of summarize these last last few that are here. It says eat healthy foods. That kind of goes without any explanation of me even needing to read that part. Eating healthy foods is very important. You know why. I know why. You know, we need to eat more whole foods and less processed foods. Processed foods are anything that's in a, a bag or in a can or um, what have you. Even fast food, a lot of that stuff is processed. You know, we understand we're in a crunch. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. But if in most cases, try to, you know, cook and eat more whole foods. Um, chicken breast, steak, ground beef, grass-fed beef, uh, fish, tilapia, salmon, um, cod, all these different things. Broccoli, asparagus, spinach, kale. Uh, fruits, watermelon, melons, strawberries, berries, blueberries, cherries, you, and the list goes on. 
you you we know, but you know, <laughs> we just don't do it as much as we should. It makes a world of a difference in how your brain functions because your brain and your body needs these certain things. They do, without question. The next one goes and and it goes together with the last one about ex it says exercise. We know why we need to exercise. It ain't just for the physique, but it's for your your health. Your overall health that goes for your heart, your lungs, your liver, every every vital organ in, inside your body, even like I mean, outside your body, like you, you just feel better when you when you put on a shirt or you put on a dress or you you put on a suit. You feel better when you exercise. Make time to relax, make time to relax, man. This part right here, this part right here during this quarantine, one of the things that I discovered that I more than likely will be be doing at least a few times throughout the week um or more on on a yeah on a on a daily basis if if I can is to make time to relax you know we and it doesn't have to be something like extreme it you know some men may feel like you don't you don't need to take a bath, but it, it's okay to take a bath. Like it don't make you sweet or nothing like that. It's it's a time to relax. You know, one of the things I you know I I, I do from time to time with working out and whatnot, and even with work, is soaking some Epsom salt, man. You know, and there are different things that I discovered that, like I said, I'm gonna start doing, not just for me but for my wife. You know, like honestly. It, it makes a world of a difference. It gives you time to just relax the body. Um, the next one says, find the one thing. Find the one thing. And I'm going to try to elaborate on that real quick. It says, this one is a little next level. But if you are ready for it, here it is. Look at all the things that you need to get done. Is there one thing that by doing it, the other things become easier or even unnecessary. For example, meal prepping is one thing that can be done on Sunday that makes coming up with meals each day and prepping those meals unnecessary. Fact. Once you have a plan and have prepped everything, all you have to do each night is cook. Find other thing, find other things and your to-dos such that the first thing will make everything else easier or unnecessary and any and do that thing first that's true that's so true you know um like i said you know meal prepping whether it's for me and my wife or for me my wife and my family which is something that i'm i'm learning to do it makes it easier for my wife because that's one less thing she has to be concerned about with school and work you know, me working and them getting and now that they're they're about to be out of school, that's one less thing that she has to worry about doing is cooking. You know, if we get whatever we're gonna make for the first three days of the week, by you know, and and switch switch something different in the midweek or whatever, it's already taken care of. We ain't gotta worry about oh, we ain't got to cook. We ain't got we gotta thaw this out or we gotta go get some takeout. It's one less thing that to have to worry about says the last thing that I, I'm uh give here and it actually is the last thing um on this particular article says stop thinking and start doing once you have a plan in place the most important thing is to stop thinking and start doing 
In order to decrease the amount of things on your plate, the best thing to do is to actually get them done. Once you have a plan, thinking about (laughs) the laundry list of to-dos just wastes time. Take action and little by little, you will start checking things off your list. What do you do to help yourself when you are feeling overwhelmed? Let me know in the comments. Cheers. And this person, her name is Emily. Man, I hope something was said on today that helped you and is helping you to knock out what's on your plate, you know, and not having so much on your plate and how to deal with what is on your plate. You know, whoever you are, man, woman, boy, girl, dad, mom, father, son, sister, daughter. Be mindful of what's on your plate and hopefully some tips were set on today that will help you, you know, to 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 deal with what's on your plate. Get some rest, eat healthy, relax, prioritize, you know, and and, and everything will be in the in the description of where you can read and find this article and others. I hope I hope that I ain't talking your ear off, but I hope something was said that really helped you to deal with what's on your plate. And if you got some things on your plate that shouldn't be there, you know what to do. Whether that's friends, even some family, sad to say. Even some things that that may be in your personal life that you need to put that out of there. You know what I mean? Clear that out. One of the things that I want to leave you with here is this should be on your plate at all times. And that's a relationship with God. And I I probably should have led with that because some of y'all, I don't know. And I got to do a better job with looking at, you know, the stats of the time frame of how long people listen. But hopefully you're still listening. One thing that should always be on your plate and be the top priority on your plate is God. Your relationship with him is more, more important than anything else on your plate. Prioritize him and everything else falls into place. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. All these things, all these things in life, money, cars, jobs. All these materialistic things should be added unto you, whatever you need. It'll be added unto you, but you got to seek him first. You got to keep him first. You got to acknowledge him. Spend time with him. Spend time in his word. I pray that you're having a blessed week. Continue to have a blessed week, a prosperous week. Thank you for tuning in to the Life is a Journey podcast. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, 
I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.